This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Reyes sends one high, deep to left. It is gone. And the Indians have their fourth solo home run tonight. Reyes has number 23. And the Indians have a 6-2 lead. Four solo homers tonight by the Indians and Fran Mill Reyes with number 23 making it a four-run game. Always fun to start a new podcast with a home run from Fran Mill Reyes and another bomb into the bleachers for Reyes. Part of a four-home run attack on Wednesday night for the Indians in their 7-2 win over the Texas Rangers. And we welcome you into episode Number 76 of the Rosie Report, regular season roundup. Jim Rosenhouse along with you recapping Wednesday night's action at Progressive Field. A little bit later on in our podcast, we'll hear from Indians closer, Emmanuel Classe. He's been terrific um, really since the All-Star break, and we'll talk to him about this good stretch. Also hear from Tribe catcher Austin Hedges, one of the four who went deep last night and also caught... Zach Plezak, who earned his eighth win of the season. But first, a look back at last night with Indians manager, acting manager, DeMarlo Hale, who talked about Plezak's effort after the game. What does it say about Zach that he got through as long as the game that he did tonight? Because Hedgie said he didn't have his best stuff, but he found a way to fight. Yeah, I mean, he competed. um, um, I thought he competed tonight in terms of, you know, trying to – you know, get through, manipulate. I mean, he had traffic on base, you know, every inning. Um, but he seems to make some big pitches when he had to. Uh, I think he kind of stayed uh, a little bit poised, you know, to do that. Um, that third inning, you know, it was a pretty long inning and he got the punch out, I think, with the bases loaded. Um, but, yeah, he, he, he didn't have his best stuff. But, you know, when I look up, you know, here he is into the um, – um, the sixth inning, you know, with a three nothing lead and gave up the two run homer on a fastball up, um, kind of in mislocated. But, you know, those are kind of games you kind of say, you know what, when you don't have your best stuff, you still can go and give yourself a chance and the team a chance to win. That says something about him. Uh, what's been going on with, with Yu Chang the last couple of nights? It seems like he, Yu Chang and Mercado just how nice is it to have the bottom of the lineup kind of carry the offense tonight? Yeah, I mean, when you get some production down there, um, you know, it's good to see. And, and you know, there's back-to-back games where he, you know, uh, put some good swings on some balls. So, um, you know, <clears throat> I, I kind of like what we did defensively, too. You know, some of the things we did, um, you know, turned to key double play and just picked up the ball. 
you know, didn't give extra outs. Um, and you got to have that combination as well. And, and then the long ball came out a little bit that, uh, you know, I think four solo home runs, you know, kind of, you know, gave us a little cushion there and, and uh, you know, just a good win, a good bounce back win from um, last night. Marlo, did did the balk on uh, uh, Plesac upset him? It looked like he, uh, you know, it looked like he wasn't real happy with the the umpire, and then he gives up the home run. No, it, it wasn't. I don't think he was upset with the umpire. You can see Doug was rubbing some balls up. The, the balls were a little slick tonight, um, as you can see. A lot of them was throwing it out, um, and, and Doug was trying to help. Um, you know, um, you know, put some put some dirt on it, but. Um, no, I thought wasn't no issues with Zach um, and, and him and Doug. You know, like I said, I thought he competed and grinded through six innings of uh, of work or five and two thirds there. Um, you know, just a good effort. But you know, there was a lot of balls being thrown out um, because they wasn't uh, rubbed up as well as I think the pitchers would have liked. What do you think of Karen Check and and being able to use him? in the part of the game that you used him in? Well, I mean, it, it, it was a one-run game, you know. Um, when he came in, he made some good pitches. Um, you know, I, I, I thought he competed as well, too. You know, that's what you're kind of looking for. I, I know everybody may not be at their best this time of the year, but, you know, the, 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 the competitor that these guys are, you know, you go out there and you compete, you know, and I thought he threw his breaking ball pretty good. Um, you know, got a chase on the strikeout fastball, but, you know, he kind of puts you in that mode sometimes, you know, you're trying to, you know, do some damage against him and you're aggressive swinging at him. So, you know, those things happen when he pitches. Guys going up there swinging. You talked the other day about hitters being able to make smaller adjustments throughout the season, you know, specifically talking about Franmo. Uh, just being able to see what he's done in the, over the last six games uh, with the three home runs. Just what have you kind of seen with him uh, kind of breaking out of, of what he was going through for a while? Well, I, I think they also pitching him pretty good. You know, he had a couple of ground balls to third base uh, where he kind of topped him, um, you know, but also, <clears throat> you know, when he was able to get his um, um, arms extended a little bit, you know, he was able to do some damage, you know, with the home run. Uh, also, the ball down the right field line, you know, kind of curve, just foul, you know, around the pole. But, you know, when he get in a good balance and, and, and a good position and, you know, get his hands through, you know, he, he usually can do some damage. And, you know, it's good to see that he's <clears throat> kind of breaking out of it. And, you know, with that threat of the home run, you know, you always kind of in the game. You get some men on base in front of him and Jose. Tamarlo, what what did you think of uh, Texas's starter? And yeah, actually, he was pretty good. Um, you know, he threw. Um, I thought his secondary pitch was pretty good uh, as he got into the middle uh, innings, uh, particularly his changeup. Uh, made some good pitches with his breaking ball. Uh, you know, then the time around, we <clears throat> we squared some balls up on him there. Um, and, and got some things going. And, uh, but, you know, he, he looks like a, a pretty good young pitcher. It's, um, 
you know, got a pretty bright future. Behind the plate last night was Austin Hedges, and Hedges also weighed in on uh, the difficulties and the challenges that Plesak had on a hot, humid night. Austin, how, how, how were you able to get, you know, work with Zach tonight? It looked like you had a lot of traffic on base first, I mean, almost, you know, through the first, through the sixth inning. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have his best stuff today, but that's okay, you know. Uh, I mean, he was he was still chill the whole time. He was out there, you know, just you know, I I could tell like he 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 was confident, but he also knew he didn't have his best stuff, which is which is cool. A lot of times you don't have your bad stuff, um, you know, you're not going to be as confident. But he was able to maintain his confidence and um, just kind of execute pitches and out execute these guys. And um, it was nice to see him do that. Zach mentioned that the baseball has maybe been a little more. A, a little slicker than normal is what, what goes into kind of trying to fight through something like that. That's tough. It's really tough. Uh, I mean, it's a hot day out there. I mean, I'm still sweating. So uh, it's tough. It's tough. I hope, uh, I hope we can figure something out. Um, so that's not the case because I'll tell you one thing, it ain't super comfortable going up there and hitting when, uh, when you know a pitcher can't really feel the baseball well. I know Zach said a couple times now that he seemed, he feels so close to being what we've all seen Zach Plesak be before. Um, it always comes down to a couple of pitches. Is that what you've seen from him? And is there anything specific that you've seen with him since he's come back from the injured list that may be a little bit different? I mean, it's uh, regardless of the injury or not, it's still deep into the season. He's thrown a lot of innings, a lot of pitches, and um, he hasn't been through like a full season like this before. Um, and I think getting used to that is going to be, it's going to be good for him to learn from it. Um, and you know, uh, like regardless of whether he was pitching the whole time or not, like I said, it's we're deep into it, so there's some there's some fatigue going into it. Um, but I think I think plenty of guys are going to go out there. Um, I mean, everybody goes out there with their C stuff sometimes, um, and it was I thought it was impressive for him to go out there with that type of stuff and still go and get outs. Emmanuel Classe was on at the end last night in a non-save situation, but wow, what a stretch for him! 16 consecutive games now where he has not allowed a run, and uh, he continues to be the Indians' closer with that 100-mile-an-hour cutter, sometimes quicker than that even, and that good slider. And uh, we had a chance to visit with him pregame earlier this week. Augie Rivero is always doing great work with our translation, but we talked to, to Classe about this recent stretch and, and some of the keys to throwing the baseball so well. Uh, primeramente... Yeah, thank God is, you know, thank, first of all, thank God for this opportunity to be, you know, playing and doing what I do. And I think after the All-Star game, you know, the fact that I wasn't called is kind of like a motivation to, you know, keep doing my thing and keep executing pitch by pitch, day by day, and thankfully it has come my way. Hey, obviously you're known for throwing hard, 100 miles an hour consistently with the cutter, but how has the slider and the way you use the slider, how has that helped you really become a dominant closer now? Yeah, I think he has complemented my fastball, right, my fast pitch. Being able to combine the slider whenever I, I notice that they're expecting that fastball or even when I see it on the slider that I can manipulate the slider, it has helped me to get better results. It seems like the increased usage came shortly after allowing a game-winning home run in, in Oakland, and it's been perfect since then. While that's hard to have that happen, is it sometimes a, the best way to learn when, when maybe you don't have success and it allows you to make some changes? Yeah, I think not only the situation that happened, but after that happened, I had recognized it was myself not executing that pitch the best way I could. But after that, I, I continue, you know, betting on me, being positive with myself and trying to do the best in every pitch. So 
that's what I did after that pitch. Closing games, I feel like in spring training, you mentioned you want to be the closer. That's something you really felt strongly about. Uh, why is that, and, and what is it about that role that, that really gets you going? Yeah, I think that what I really like is the competitiveness of it. You know, you know when you're pitching there, it's a high leverage situation, and normally you face a better hitter. So I like to face the better hitters and get that uh, leverage and help my team. And you're part of a really good bullpen. How much do the other uh, pitchers in that pen help you do your job? Yeah, I mean, it's a very competitive group, but at the same time, it's a very supportive. You know, we all want to give our best. We want to do the best we can out there, and we're helping each other in the good times and all the good times. So I think it's a very good group of guys and very competitive. And you made some nice strides here with the Indians, but you grew up in baseball with Texas, and you get to face them this week. What about Texas helped? the foundation for you and, and really set you on a good path so that when you got here you were able to take those next steps. Yeah, I gotta thank them first for giving me the opportunity to come to the majors. You know, I think there was a great coaching staff and managers and coaches that helped me and taught me a lot of things. But also I'm really excited to be pitching against them so I can you know keep showing what I do and what I learned to pitch uh, today. Manuel, thanks a lot for coming by. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's Emmanuel Classe. What a trade the Indians made with the Texas Rangers two years ago now, uh, parting with Corey Kluber, and, but getting back their closer, and Kluber ended up pitching just one inning for the Rangers before moving on to the Yankees due to injury. So uh, a trade that the Indians did very well in, in getting their closer, hopefully for a long time, as uh, again, Class A still so young in this game at just 23 years of age, and experience-wise, this really his first full Major League season. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks so much to Bart Swain, Courtbury Trip, Austin Contrulis for their help. Until next time, thank you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.